guys to episode 13. Today I'm talking to one of my best friends called Bex and she's going to be talking about her experiences growing up, what that was like. Um, she was actually in foster care from about 18 months old so just terrible what happened to her but she's such a strong, strong, amazing woman and it just goes to show no matter what happens to you it doesn't define what you're going to be when you grow up. Like, she's an amazing mum. You would never have thought that any of that was her childhood story at all. So I hope you guys find it really, really interesting to listen to. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I just managed to get all the kids down, so I can't believe it. Yeah, so for anyone that doesn't know, my friend has a million children. I do. <laughs> so it's a miracle that she's actually been able to <laughs> Yeah. I've even done the housework, I was running around, I'm sweating for you, Jode, I'm sweating for you. Oh <laughs> you sound so different. Oh, do oh, I? Yeah. <laughs> it's because so... I haven't sworn yet, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she goes to me, oh, can I swear on this? I was like, yes, <laughs> I wouldn't have invited you on if not. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, so you've come on today to talk about like your experiences growing up and yeah. maybe how that's affected you and because you've been in foster care, weren't you? Yeah, I was, yeah, from about 18 months, I think I was, or a little bit older. Really? Between 18, yeah, yeah, really, 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 really young. Um, I actually went back to my mum at one point when I was about seven. Um, it just didn't work. She just hadn't changed, and it, I, I went back in, back into the system about a year later. Oh, well, so where were you born? Um, I was actually born in a little place called uh, Nuneaton. I was actually born in England, but the day after I was born, we then moved to Cardiff in South Wales. Oh, okay. That's kind of whereabouts where I grew up. Um, yeah, it wasn't. I don't really remember a lot of it. I, I, I mean, I, I remember being taken away. I was at nursery, um, and two lovely ladies. And I can't, I can't remember their names. I tried to find it earlier. Um, actually, came to my nursery and said, you know you're not going home basically and, and that was it uh, and it was in I don't know I was really small Joe so for me it was really confusing I you know I had yeah I didn't have my brothers or my sisters you know then so you know I was kind of on my own um and I think where the nursery was you literally had to drive past my house where I lived with my mum um and I just remember sat in the back screaming literally screaming oh, um God, that is horrible it, yeah, I mean, I look back at it and I think, Jesus Christ, like, you know, I'm so lucky. I've never, ever, touch wood, um, suffered with depression or anxiety. You know, I've been really lucky. Um, yeah. And I think it's because I've always had a really close connection with my grandparents. They right. were always in my life, you know. It wasn't, you know, they picked a side, you know, especially my granddad, you know, he was I was really, really close to my granddad. Um, and he's very well. She's very old school. Black's black, white's white. Um, and I think that's where I get it from. But um, what was the reason why you couldn't go home then? Why did you go to foster care in the first place? My mum had a very heavily drink and drug problem. Um, I was actually told a story by my uncle um, at my granddad's funeral, actually, that um, my uncle's in the RAF in Australia. And um, when, obviously, you pass out, they have a big party. Mm. Um, and my mum actually turned up, and I think she was about seven months pregnant with me, absolutely trolled. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, it was kind of embarrassing. And, yeah, and she just, she just... I don't know, loved the drink, I expose, and, and drugs more than she loved her kids, you know? Yeah, so when she, when she had you then, because mm-hmm. um, you, you say you got um, taken while you were at nursery, so you were yeah. with her for a bit at the start, so did she kind yeah. of try and get off of the drink and stuff when she no. had you? No, not, not that I, I'm aware of, I've, you know, it's really hard, you know, when I was went into foster care, Joe, there was no long-term foster cares. I was in. I went to about sixty-five homes, all in all. Um, I've got a massive map of and, and and social services pinpointed where I'd actually been in my life, you know. And even that is quite like Jesus, you know. It's it's a, it's a lot. Um, I mean, it, I never thought of it because I never, you know, you just don't do. You just get on with life. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah yeah I went there was no you know long-term carers they didn't exist when I was in foster care you know I mean Mm. we're talking like I'm old now Joe so we're talking like 31 years ago so you would just get kind of what stay with a family for like a couple of weeks are you yeah sleeping, or like a couple of months oh yeah I've been woken up at like six o'clock in the morning might like, pack your stuff you're leaving yeah yeah oh my god so how did you even manage to like you know make friends or you know well, did I, you well, go to the same school or did you have to no, move to school no I moved schools um I moved all the time I think when I when I was about eight um, I moved to Hereford and I had um, a really, really good family there and I really clicked with them. And they actually, that's when it started, the long-term foster carers started. So they kept me until I was 18. Uh-huh. So although, I mean, from the age of like 18 months to eight, you know, I'd been pushed and pulled around from pillar to post, you know, from the age of eight to the, to the age of 18, I had a very, you know, steady life. Yeah. Well, that's good. Do you still keep in touch with them now? Um, I do, yes, sometimes. You know, they have other children. They, you know, I was, you know, I came from a really big family. You know, they were, you know, I was like one of 13. So, yeah, I still, um, I'm quite independent, Joe, as you know, um, <laughs> being with my friends. You know, I'm quite independent. So I just kind of get on with it, if that makes sense. And, you know, if people bother, then they do. And if they don't, then you know it's no problem you know it's not something I you know sob about it's just they're obviously busy and I'm busy you know like me and you don't talk all the time because you're busy and I'm busy yeah you know nothing personal it's just life isn't it yeah definitely so like Mm. how did it um work like when you'd get moved to person to person did you or like family to family did you um get to have any say in it or would you just go somewhere no no you you've got to go Joe. you know when they say you're leaving you are leaving, that's it. Unless one of the families wanted to, to adopt or we're in, we're in a position to adopt, um, that was the only chance kind of that you got back then. You know, it, well, it's, it's not like today. God, oh, that's so... <coughs> oh, God, sorry. Um, that's it's just right. so hard because it's like we've, we've got kids, haven't we? Me and you. Mm. So it's like yeah, just yeah, to, yeah. to think about that, like I'm picturing my four-year-old. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, I know, like, you know, I've just moved to Malvern and then I think, you know, you know, this is our first move and, you know, until we, I get a mortgage, this will be our only house for a few years. But I think, oh, is it yeah, like affected my kids? But we are closer to family here. So, I, you know, I think they have grown, you know, from being here to what, where they were, you know, we didn't have a lot of family there um yeah and I said yeah that's always in the back of your mind you know yeah especially for you because like for me like Mm. when I we moved two years ago um to from Lebre from Lebre yeah yeah and I didn't even think about that once yeah it just goes to show probably because you did move around yeah you're like thinking it like oh you know as it yeah whereas I can I wouldn't give that a second thought yeah yeah I think I mean you know I think I tick differently you know I do Jade I'm not right (laughs) But I think when it comes to my kids, you know, I know what it's like to be hungry, Joe. Do you know? Okay. I know what it's like to be dirty. I know what it's like to cry and no one come, Joe. You know, and I, I'm very well. You've seen. I'm so protective over my kids, and you know, Damien says, Jesus, you know, you can't put him in a bubble all the time. But I think he came from a very privileged childhood. Yeah. Where mum and dad were there, you know, they had siblings, they had holiday, you know, they had that. I didn't have that, you know, so I think, oh, you know, when Blake's crying in his car, like, I'll go to him and I'll pick him up and I'll give him a cuddle, you know. And to Damien, it's frustrating because he is right, he, he won't learn. But in my mind, as a foster kid, you know, it's it's different. You know, I, I tick different from what Damien does. Um, and I think as a foster kid, being a mum, you work 10 times as hard to not be like your mum, if that makes sense. You give your kids Mm -hmm. everything and more so they won't be in a position like like me saying, you know, the the relationship just broke down between me and my mum. I got back in contact with her when I was about 18 and... 
it just she wasn't sorry joe there was no really no she i you know i i'm you know what i'm like joe i demanded an apology not yeah. a chance it was your fault the reason why you went into foster care you know it was she oh said some God. really 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 harsh things and i think at that time i kind of needed to hear that because I knew, like, she was never my mum. She was I couldn't call her mum because she wasn't someone that, you know, helped me in my life. She, she didn't guide me in anything. Um, so when she kind of said, you know, it was your fault, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, I was already a mum then. Um, well, when I, when obviously this was after I'd had Seren, and then, I, you know, I was a mum, and I thought, you know that's that's not right. You you can't you can't say that to a kid. You know, no. It was and she just refused point blank to apologise. I'm not saying sorry. You know, I had a problem. My mum's very much me 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 me, um, and that's fine. That's her. That's who she is. But that's not what I am, and that's not how I was brought up to be. No, and that and that takes something, isn't it, to mm. to try and change change history? Because it's crazy. It's like. Yeah, you can have an addiction yeah. and but be sorry for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And not even give you that. I mean, no. you don't need it, do you? So your no. grandparents, yeah. you always like kept in touch with them. Could they not have you permanently? My uh, my but when, then my granddad was still in the RAF, so they still travelling a lot and they didn't oh, feel yeah. it was right for me. Um, and they were a lot older, Joe. You know, my grandparents were older parents, you know. So it wasn't like, yeah. you know, they were like, you know, not being horrible, but your parents are amazing, aren't they? And they're so youthful and they, you know, they're so, yeah. such down-to-earth, grounded people. You know, you know, my, my family are a little bit crazy because I think it's the Welsh. You know, they're a bit, <laughs> you know, they're a bit here, there and everywhere, you know. And they like travelling, they like the space. You know, which and that's fine. You know, I never held that against them. Yeah, they would ring me every night before bed. They would pick me oh. up every, every weekend. You know, every birthday, Christmas. You know, it, they always made sure that I always knew that they wanted me. Um, it was yeah, it was absolutely. actually my 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 nan that rang social services to take me. Oh God! Mm. My mum had a really privileged really really privileged childhood you know she was born into money um my um granddad was one of the captains in the ref so they were on good money um and they lived in egypt for a while and they had like servants and stuff you know i mean you don't hear that now but that's what they had you know she you know had granddad's you know um credit card you know and that's so it's not like it's you know history repeating itself you know she had a really good childhood so you know, in my eyes, you know, she, there was no excuse, you know, you were, weren't yeah. brought up like that. So you, in my eyes, you shouldn't have been like that. Yeah. Do you sort of feel sad for what happened or because of, you know, you're in your 30s now, are you, have you made peace with it? I think I made peace with it a long time ago. You know, I think I made peace with it when I had Seren, you know, she's mm. such, you know, I was always, always one of those women. I don't want kids. You know, I, I had a really good career. I was in a lot of money. I owned my own house. You know, I didn't want kids. I was too selfish. And that was it. And I think a part of that was because of my childhood. You know, I really didn't want to be responsible for this little person. You know, can I be yeah. a good mum? And then I had Sarah. And, like, everything just kind of fell into place. You know, I, I you know, and... Love my husband, yeah, you probably do, but you'll never experience the love like true, proper love until you see your, your child for the first time, you know. And it's yeah. unconditional love. Um, and I think I made peace with it a long time ago, Joe. You know, I had a you know, from when I when I was in Hereford, you know, I I jumped for Great Britain, you know, um, I had everything I ever wanted. You know, not not bratty. I always had to work for it, and I was always told that I should appreciate things. Um, but I haven't, you know, I haven't had a horrific life. Um, I do think the the foster care system is completely broke. Uh, it's it's actually quite terrifying. Um, I was never offered counselling. 
Um, really? Never, ever, ever. And, you know, and there was a point where when I went back when I was older to my mum, my mum, like, really did give me a kick in, you know. She really went to town on me. Um, and I was never offered any sort of counselling at all. Um, you know, it was not, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know what it's like to be a social worker, Jode. In my eyes, they go to university there and in a job here's the kids like that's not you know that's not that's you're not adequate to make decision for those children you know mm-hmm. you're not okay you've been to university you've got the degree well done it, and you know and it must be hard but the system is so broken and it you know it's just you're just a number joe you're not a person you are someone that they have to get into a house they you know from my perspective they don't care about your education they don't care about you after you come out of the system you know you're on your own you need to kind of get your big girl pants on and you need to start making money you know that is what that is that is the system so like what happens once you turn so you'll be the foster family until you're 18 yeah yeah and then what happens? Do you have to leave that house well, or do they still look after you? No, I mean, or... my, my parents were amazing. They they didn't, I, I mean, I moved out of 21 because they moved, they actually moved to Portugal. They live in Portugal now. Um, but oh. basically you are then written off the system and you're given, I think I was given about 100 quid and it was kind of oh all the best, you know? Which, you know, I mean, I've been to seminars and I, I've, I've spoken to foster kids and, you know, I, I actually sit on a board that makes decisions for um, people that want to be foster carers. Um, and I'm very blunt, Joe. And, you know, you're talking about a kid's life here. You yeah. know, you're not looking at what house and what car they drive. Like, you need to be asking the questions. What What does education mean to you? You know, and it's... You know, and there's some people that come in where they've got a lot of money, Joe, and you think, you're not in it for this. You're not, you know, they, a foster carer is, is there to make a difference to that child, to give that child yeah. what their parents physically can't give them. It's not, you know, because it's a good wage a year. That, you know, that's, that's, got a good, that's got to come from a good heart, a good place. And some people just aren't, you know, they're not, they're not about that, Joe. Yeah, so you, there's a lot of people that are doing it for the money there. I don't think there's a lot of people. I mean, you can generally, you can tell which, uh, you know, when people go, you know, and it's it's good wage, and I'm like, hang on a minute. That's not why, that's not why, you know, and I'm, you know what I'm like, Jade, I'm a little bit blunt. Um, a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, bye. Nice <laughs> <to meet> you. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, but these are kids, you know, and I wish I could, you know, I, I mean, I, I can't foster I you know I've got my hands full as it is as you know but you know it's it's, it's tough the system's tough and, and the system's there to fucking break you I don't give a shit because those social workers don't care they are there to do a job they clock off at five that's mm. it you know they ain't there you know at eight o'clock nine o'clock at the office making or doing their rounds making sure everyone's okay they're clocking off at five with a glass of wine at home dealing with their life you know, and I'm not saying all foster carers, you know, you know, all social workers like that. I had an amazing um, social worker. Her name was Janet. Oh, my God. She was so old school. But I liked her. And she was so blunt like me. And she was very, you know, she told me exactly how it is. That's it. You know, let's talk about it. You know, and she was so good. And she actually retired um, yeah. when I was quite young. So, you know, I, I, you know, she, she was old school. You know, she say how it is because kids will deal with it better. Um, but the system's broken and i think it will be the government are a massive part to play in that they it isn't funded correctly you know these are it's not a dog it's a child you know it's a human being um and i've heard of some some horrific cases um you know and it's you think jesus you know that could have been prevented um but is it the, I don't know if it's because they don't know how they're doing their job. I don't think it's that for a second. I think they don't have the support. And I honestly... No, they're probably getting told what yeah. to do and how they need yeah. to do things. Yeah. They've got no flexibility. No, none at all. 
but I, I mean, I haven't. It's, 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 you know, it's. I mean, I've got two parents. It wasn't. I, you know, I, I, I blame my mum because I am a mum, I suppose. You know, um, mm. my dad is. I couldn't tell you. I honestly couldn't tell you where he is. Um, I speak to his mum, um, which is my little nana because she's about four foot tall. Um, she's <laughs> ninety eight and she lives by herself. Um, her advice was stay away from men. Couldn't agree more. Um, <laughs> I think that's actually, you know, she's, you know, she's. I've, I've always kind of had, and obviously my auntie, his sister, um, because they don't get on. So I, I have a lot to do with, with her too. Um, you know, yeah, he didn't want kids. Um, he was given the option of obviously having me, or you know, going to work, and he chose work. I suppose he didn't. You know, I think my mum was very resentful in that because when she left him, you know, I was my dad, you know, blue eyed girl. I was his only girl. You know, I was the I was the baby and he put so much energy into me. And I mean, a lot of people say, you know, you know, my husband gets jealous of my kids. And I think, what? but then actually that could be, you know, a possibility. Maybe my mum got jealous at the fact that my dad was giving me all this attention um, and maybe that's why she were, you know, re- resented me for it. Yeah, the the, the mind works in mysterious it's a, ways. It's a me. funny thing. That's that's cr- just crazy to think yeah. about. I just yeah. that as a mum, I'm just so yeah. Yeah, but you understand because you are so a mum. You know, it's 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 easy to speak about it to you because you're a mum, and you know you would never let Ella go through that, and I would never let my kids go through that, but. It's it just baffles me how yeah. you know I, I I don't know there's so much judgment in parenting these days I I get it but you know I the, I don't know it's just the system you know foster care was hard I'm not going to sit here and go oh yeah it was a walk in the park absolutely not there mm. was there was times I used to cry myself to sleep um I, I used to have contact with my mum. Um, I used to have every other weekend. It started off in a centre. They, they have special centres. We'd go for a yeah. couple of hours, and I'd see my dad as well, like, after my mum left. Um, you know, she... There were allegations that my dad was very aggressive towards her. You know, it was... You know, he actually has a drink problem as well, uh, which is amazing, because I don't drink, so that's probably where it stemmed from. Um <laughs> But yeah, he has a mass, you know, so I had to see them separately in the same place. And, you know, as a, as a kid, that was really confusing. I'd gone from a house where my parents were together to being in a completely different environment to then seeing my parents separately. You mm. know, it's like, what, you know, it's just, it, it really, really baffled me. And then... I would like have a couple of hours with my mum and she wouldn't be interacting with me. She'd be pretty much ignoring me. And then I'd see my dad and he was really interacting with, you know, he was, he was there and he was being a kid Mm. and, you know, it was so much fun. And I'd say to him, you know, dad, I think I was about 13. I said, dad, why can't I live with you? And he said, because I need to earn money. I'm like, right, okay. That's a bit weird, but okay. But you know, as a kid, you kind of shrug it off, don't you? You're 13, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we started. Um, she was, you know, she was allowed to take me out in, you know, out. Uh, I think we went the swimming the one time. And bearing in mind, Joe, this had been going on. This was I was probably what 14 now. So we went swimming. We yeah. were going to go for food after. She had told everyone, oh, you know, I've been in, you know, I've been, I've sobriety for, you know, seven years and everyone was so proud of her. And she picked me up pissed. I mean, oh, not God. just pissed. I mean, she's like, she's on a sherry. Do you know what I mean? She's, she's shit-faced. And she's driving. Um, And my brother, my eldest brother was with her. And obviously everyone calls me Bex. And she was like, you know, she, her name's Rebecca. Um, and I remember there was like plates on the floor as you got into the back. And obviously I didn't know they were there. So I just stepped and I accidentally cracked. And she just gave me the biggest slap, you know, and it really hurt. And I was oh my Jesus. God. And I was of an age there where I was thinking, hang on a minute. And it, it, my foster mum actually saw it and she came running out and she said, get in the house. No way is this happening. Absolutely not. 
don't you know that's you know and 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 after that I didn't see her I didn't see her until I wanted to see her you know and I think yeah. I got to an age where I wanted answers I wanted to know why you know why I was different you know why I was yeah you know what why I had so many um homes what you know just why and she said because you were naughty and I was like what you know I couldn't what do you mean I was naughty and she said, you were so hot. You, you know, Blake, you know, my son. I mean, he's like, yeah. a, you know, Jura, he just doesn't stop. You know, he was like, and it's, <laughs> it's, but I love that about him because he's so extra. Um, and he's like me when I was a kid. Um, and, but for my yeah. mum, my mum wanted to go and have a social life, go shopping. And just, I was there, you know, I wasn't, you know, it was, I was just, you know, something that she could get money from the government for. I wasn't a daughter. God. Um, and I don't think I ever was, you know, but yeah. But yeah. that was why I was put into foster care. She she didn't want me. I was too much like my dad. And I was like, so it had nothing, the fact that you were a drug addict and a drink and an alcoholic. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> yeah, left that probably out. was a little bit, you know, for her mum you know, to even ring the social service and, and say, you know, I am frightened um, and my granddaughter's well-being and I am frightened. And that's what my nan told me. I was about, my nan passed away a couple of years ago. Um, actually, Blake was born on her birthday, um, oh. literally the year that she passed away. So she passed away a couple of years ago and I remember we sat down, um, you know, when I just told her I was peg pregnant with Blake, and she said, "I need to tell you, I need to, I need to get it out off my chest." Um, she said, "I rang social services." I said, "All oh, right, okay." She said, and "That's why you're a foster care. Your mum was absolutely horrific to you, and she'll never learn." Um, yeah, and you know, it was it was hard. Obviously, it's hard to listen to. You know, no one wants to, you know, but. Yeah, she starved me. I went to school with holes in my shoes. Um, she would get me boy haircuts. I was hit where people couldn't see. Yeah, I. she wasn't very nice to me. No. Yeah. That, you you um, said you had, you mentioned a brother. Yeah. Um, how many siblings do you I've have? I've got um, an older sister who is the she is 100% my mum but she lived with my mum um she's, oh, yeah she? that's what I was gonna the, ask like were you all no no or? just me yeah I was the I was the baby I was the problem apparently um but yeah I mean I don't speak to my siblings they're very much team mum um really? 100% because you know my parents have money and you know money attracts people but it doesn't really attract me, Joe. Like you know, I'm quite humble in, you know, yeah. going to the park with my kids. You know, I, you know, I'm not materialistic whatsoever. Um, but they are, you know, and they're very much team mum, and you know, and it's quite sad in a way because if Blake could, or Amelia didn't speak to one another, that would really affect me. Um, but yeah. she's kind of asked them to take sides, if that makes sense. Like, if you speak to her, then me and you, I'll have nothing to do with you. That is great. So it was very much sounds like then that you were kind of picked 100%. on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Horrifically. Yeah. I wonder why the the your siblings didn't get taken from her, like, by social services. Well, they were a lot older than me, though, Jodie. Yeah, a lot. I mean, there's a 12-year difference between me and Louise. Yeah, uh, so there okay. was a massive... And then, well, Louise was old enough to travel, see, with my grandparents. So she would she would either be with my mum or my grandparents or, or her dad's grandpa. You know, she was, you know, there. She didn't... They didn't, obviously... And it was the same with my brothers. They didn't see um, uh, an issue. But, yeah, I mean... My 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 dad's mum actually have um, a before and after picture of when I was dropped off with my nan and my hair was so greasy and I had holes in and I was sat down at a table and I mean this table was 
covered in food and I'm like eating so quick, Joan, because I'm so hungry. Um, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, I speak to my nan and, you know, she breaks down and she'll say, till the day I die, I will never, ever get that out of my head when you used to come and you used to be so hungry. God. And I was cold, you know, I know what it's like to be cold and, you know, and and no one to come when I when I cried. When I cried as a baby, I was left to cry. Whether I was hungry yeah. or whatever, I was told to get on with it, basically. It literally, it can almost, like, bring me to tears just thinking about it. I think once you are a mum, you just yeah. see it in such... A different because I was like you, I like never wanted kids mm. or anything. And if I would hear stories yeah. like this, I'd be like, Oh, that's sad. But you just you don't mm. feel genuine sort of feelings towards yeah. it. But once you've got a kid, you you realize what yeah. they're like and like how innocent they are yeah. and how they how much they deserve to be mm. looked after. So the fact that that happens, yeah. oh, it does, is so sad. When I went into care. I mean, it was one of the worst cases that social services had seen. Um, but yeah, but I've—I mean, me and my nan talk about it. It's not that I hide it. Um, I mean, I'm not ashamed of my past, Jode. It wasn't my fault. I was, you know, I was no. born into a family that just blatantly didn't want me, which is fine. But I will never—I will make it my life's mission to make sure that my children never feel that ever. Oh, and and they yeah. won't like that. I've obviously seen you with your kids, and you know you you will never ever make them yeah. feel any less yeah. than what they are. Yeah, which is just loved and amazing. Yeah, they kids. are. They're nuts, but they are amazing. <laughs> they got me as a mum, so that's it. You know. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're never going to no, be normal. No, never. Are they? Not a chance. Not a chance. I've already told them that. You've got no chance of being normal. Not in this family. <laughs> it is honestly like a miracle how you haven't suffered with mm. depression or anxiety. Do you do you reckon that's probably because from a young age you've sort of built a a good sort of um like mm, guard so. up and your own way of. But also, I mean. When I was like 17, 18, I was a little shit. And I got arrested a couple of times. And I was very, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been in Cardiff. I went to the rugby last year and I saw the copper that used to arrest me. You went, oh, hiya, Beck. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no, I'm so fucking embarrassed in my life. My mates are like, how does he know you? And I'm like, because he's arrested me more than once. Um, <laughs> I mean, I had a big chip on my shoulder, you know. I was like, you know what? I went yeah, through that stage where how dare someone give me this life you know how dare I feel mm-hmm. broken over it you know and I think I think for me why I you know how I brought it back was you know I call him dad but he's he's my godfather um and he got me into the horses from a really young age I was about three I was probably about Amelia's age um and I always have that I and it always used to fix me if that makes sense you know if I was having a bad day or I'd had you know I mean my parents would drive me out you know she's had a bad day you know I'm just going to drop her for a few hours no problem and he would kind of not him but the I worked with horses that were rescued so I saw these horses as broken they were broken like I was so when I you know you know, fix them. I made them better. It made me better, if that made sense. Oh, that's yeah. so amazing! Yeah, and but... I think because I always had that, I always had the horses, and I always, always so I had to be. You have to be level-headed to do that. You know, I mean, I, I mm. still speak to him now. I mean, twenty-eight years I've been riding for him. He's such an amazing person. Um, I honestly. I thank him every time, and he's like, oh, "I can't say we're doing this again," but he really has made <laughs> me that really strong. He didn't just help me with the horses; he was like, "Hang on a minute, you know, you need to find your backbone, mate. You know, or you need to say something." And he he brought me out of it that it was actually okay to talk about your feelings. It's okay, it's okay not to be okay. Like you can cry, 
Like I used to think, oh, I was about 10. You know, I used to think that crying was weak. You know, that's for weak people. Yeah. You know, weak people do that. I don't do it because I'm strong, you know. I've been through foster care. Yeah. Um, and I just cried for about two fucking days. And I just kind of let... Yeah. And then I started speaking to my foster parents and they were amazing. They're like, oh my... You know, and that was it. That That's kind of when it all just worked because I had that breaking point. Not break... You know, I had that release you know i it was okay someone was saying it was it's okay i I mean it sounds like such fucking luck that like yeah you had that because you you could have so easily Mm. have like you know been like your mom and found drugs or alcohol or you know anything like i think the the one thing that really fucks me off oh sorry that was a bit um abrupt um, was right. when I go, I used to go to seminars and I used to speak to foster kids, um, and there'd be people there that were obviously in the foster system, you know, and they'd say, you know, I'm on heroin because, um, you know, I was in the system, and I'm like, hang on a fucking minute, because I, you know, and and the nine times out of ten I would have had a worse upbringing than them, and I'm like, hang on a fucking minute, no, yeah. no, 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 you know, I ain't, I ain't, you know, you might be putting them well over everyone else, but I don't. I don't listen to your shit. You know, I can see through it. You know, I could have done that, Jode. I, I don't, I've never touched drugs in my life. I think they're the most disgusting thing in the world. Um, and I, I very rarely drink. I haven't got time. I'm raising like a thousand kids. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. And it, it doesn't really mean, you know, I go out for my birthday every year and, you know, I go out with the girls and it's brilliant. But, you know, it's, it's it ain't all that. You know, I'm old. You know, I'm, I want to, be in my pajamas and in my slippers at nine o'clock and go to bed you know and 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 yeah. you know I, I'm happy with that I you know I did I traveled I traveled so much when I was a kid um you know and you know I had seven at 28 you know that was back then it was old to have you know I was the older generation to have have seven because I lived my life I wanted to travel I earned money yeah you know and I didn't want to be a statistic that she's messed up because she's in foster care i never wanted anyone and it would really really fucking grind on me i never and it did my whole and i think that's what pushed me to get a good job have money have nice things travel you know and i think yeah i just didn't want to be a number and like i speak to social services now because i've got to because of the panel and they say you really are the exception to the rule and I'm like, no, I'm not. There is no exception. You need to push these people, you know. And, you know, they, they I've got, uh, hopefully, you know, when this COVID stuff finishes, you know, I, there's a seminar that they want me to speak at. They want me to do a speech. And, and I've got pictures of my childhood. And they can see pictures of me when I had holes in. When I, I mean, I was, I was tiny. When I, when I went, when I was seven, yeah. when I went, when I went to Hereford, I mean, I was tiny, Jode. I was very small. I was very petite. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I used to eat like a horse. Well, I still do. But, um, you know, but <laughs> I think, and it's it's really weird, you know, because I now appreciate food. If that, like, I like, like nice food. And I spend like a bomb yeah. and he's going, fucking hell, we don't need that. And he goes nuts. But he doesn't know, you know, I know what is. I don't want me or the kids or Damien to ever, you know, go without anything. So I kind of spend a shitload of money on food. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's like yeah. almost like subconsciously. You don't yeah. really think about it, but yeah. I suppose, you know, yeah. you, you would, wouldn't but you? I, just yeah, making sure you've fucking, got enough. Yeah, but I got a, like, a year's supply of shit here. Like, I think there's actually a turkey <laughs> in the freezer. He's like, are you taking the piss? <laughs> yeah. yeah but you know it is what it is Joe. I know people suffer from depression and anxiety and I can't relate to it because I've, ne- I've you know I've never done it and I don't think it's because it's a choice I think people just handle shit differently um my grandparents are like really yeah, strong, I... really really fucking strong-willed people and you know I'm fucking strong-willed yeah. so I think that's kind of 
that's what's made me so well, just a bit of an arsehole, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it definitely like there is something, you know, in the brain with like depression and that, whether that's like yeah. a chemical imbalance or whatever. Because like me, like who have yeah. gone through the mill yeah. with like yeah, yeah. mental illness, I think I had the most perfect childhood. My parents yeah. are still together I'm even now. So love. Like I've it's got disgusting. I've had like <laughs> <laughs> very, um, but yeah, like I just and I think so. Why you know why have I felt like I have and you know there's no really rhyme or reason. It just goes to show like I don't think it yeah. must be something yeah. in your brain because there's no thinking. Oh well, yeah, Jody should have been depressed because of this that or the other i mean obviously like yeah, i've course, gone yeah. through things but obviously yeah. nothing compared but then to sometimes you Jode, people then have does, a really good it? childhood and that were obviously brought up so well like you were and your your parents are disgustingly said enough um i think maybe <laughs> something that wouldn't affect me would affect you because you haven't seen it before it's new to you it's new feeling you know and I think I think that's, that's a good what point. Yeah, depression is Joe's, and I think that's what and I think that's what anxiety is. Something new. I mean, you know how bad I am with this COVID thing. I mean, I don't like walking down the shop. You know, mm-hmm. be, obviously because you know Finley had respiratory problems when he was born, and you know Blake got his um, eczema. Yeah. So I'm just like psychologically thinking, if someone coughs on me, you know. I'm probably going to haunt them or something, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's just, you know, it, and, and, you know, I, th- you know how, but that's anxiety. I was told by my, that's anxiety back. That's what you're feeling. I've never had it before. So I'm like, oh, what's the matter with yeah. you? You know, get a grip. But actually this time in the world yeah. and this time this year is so frightening. Like Donald Trump's got it. No disrespect, but he deserves <laughs> it. I'm sorry. I mean, the guy's a bell end. <laughs> I was just about to say, yeah. yes, disrespect. He is the biggest bellend put on this planet. I mean, I don't know what America was thinking. <laughs> but he's like, the guy oh that actually God. gave it to him was wearing a mask. So their point is that masks actually don't work. Yeah, that me and my brother did an episode on, like, COVID and just how, like, I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. It's all just. I mean, we go all down. I mean, I don't care. I've just got a house, so I got stuff to do. It. <laughs> You're yeah, on I got lockdown stuff no matter what. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's anxiety. I mean, you know, I'm going through this mm. um, scare at the minute with cancer. Um, I'm being tested for it, um, and I'm shitting myself. You know, I can honestly say, and I've never been scared to say, I'm fucking scared. You know, I got. You know, I've got five kids mm-hmm. um, that are, you know, that I need to take to college and take to uni and walk down the aisle and, you know, absolutely bollock because they've been absolutely yeah. shit-faced at four o'clock in the morning ringing me. You know, I've, uh, that's what I've got to do. I've got <laughs> so much to do. And, you know, I've still got memories to make. And, you know, and I, w- you know, I want to shape oh, my kids into, you know, real good people. You know, I've got, I'm busy. You know, I haven't got time for this. And. And you know, my consultant says, "Yeah, yeah. you know, it's 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 ifs and buts, and and I think that's what I struggle with. Like, I'm, you know, what I'm like. I'm very just tell me how it is, and I'll deal with it. But because they physically can't, yeah, yeah, but you can't get any, yeah. And I think I'm doing me consultants and nothing. But you know, you know what I'm like. I just I have to know. Um, but you know, the results will come in soon, and I'm hoping it's negative. And and if not, Joe, we'll, that's just something I have to overcome." You know, and it is something that I will just have to fight. It's it's not a choice. I haven't got a choice. I have to do it because my kids, because my kids rely yeah. on me to eat. My kids rely on me to have a, a nice house and nice things. And, you know, so, yeah, you know, whether I've, I've got it or not, it's, you know, but when people say the big C word, everyone's like, fucking hell, I'm going to die. I'm not going to die. You know, I can't, I can't leave fucking anyone yet. <laughs> but, you know. It is it is scary and it has affected Damien. You know, he's I mean he, he you know, he cried. He I mean he never cried. His heart is like stone. Yeah, he's he's like stone. Oh, really? Um but you know, he he got really upset, you know, he he, he panics because I'm such an overbearing mother. Um he's you know, if the worst <laughs> does come to the worst, how is he gonna step in my shoes? I'm like, ah, just get a nanny. <laughs> Don't try, love, just get a nanny, go work. <laughs> 
Oh, I know. It's hard because you want yeah. to say, oh, you know, yeah. probably not going to happen. Yeah. Why are you even thinking? But, you know, when, when you don't know, yeah. that's what you and might do. And I think the worst thing someone can say to you is just don't worry. <laughs> well, fuck me, because you said that. I won't worry it. just it. makes no yeah. sense. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, thanks, thanks babe. Gonna... I'll go home when I last eight hours of sleep, it. shall I? Yeah. I mean, people are on crack around there. I'm telling you now. <laughs> Oh my god! It's, it's like me with anxiety, though. It's it. I literally, I never ever had it in my life. I used mm-hmm. to perform in front of hundreds of people, like on a Saturday night, yeah. just to, like do all my acting and stuff. And then yeah. it was when I had my miscarriage, and then yeah. I fell pregnant again, like with Ella. It was like, God, yeah. like I'm going to lose the baby. I'll go to a scan. Yeah. Oh my god, something's going to be wrong with the baby. Like. And then when I had yeah. it, it was like, what if I drop it downstairs? <laughs> yeah. What if this happens? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's it just, just came I out mean, of nowhere. motherhood is just fucking savage, isn't it? It's literally God saying, <laughs> you know, women have all this shit to do. Is a couple of kids. Do you know what I mean? Like, is, this is going to mess you up <laughs> even more. You think you had anxiety? ER babies yeah. or some. Like, they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, motherhood. It, I mean, you've got one, I've got five. I mean, everyone says, you know, oh, when you get past three, it's easy. It ain't fucking easy at all. Whoever's saying that is thinking good <laughs> stuff. It ain't easy. <laughs> Probably because she's so, like, yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. She's yeah. so pissed about mother. Like, she is literally shit-faced like, shit all the time. Pilot. Because, ain't no, it ain't me. <laughs> you know I had twins last year. Um, I love my kids. I adore my yeah. kids. But they are savage, man. They are literally, like, they're going to fuck me up. They're like, I'm, you know, I say no. <laughs> like, I'm just going to look at you while I do it because I'm not sure you're 100% solid on that no, mum. And I'm like, no, I actually mean no. You know, I mean, they are brutal. Oh, God. It was so funny. Like, when, when you had um, yeah. Amelia, it was like, oh, you know, yeah. like another kid. Congratulations. You're a then fucking crap. Then you had Blake, and I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, what the hell? Then you had this. Like, oh, yeah. was like, yeah, what the yeah. hell? Well, well, because I had such a, a, a real shit pregnancy with the, with the twins, you know, where there's a couple of times that I generally didn't think I would be able to carry both. You know, I really thought that one... That's why I didn't mm-hmm. announce it to anyone because I think I didn't want to have to yeah. explain if I lost the baby, you know, what happened. Because that kind of stuff I think is is you know, is is that's your business, you know. I, I know like um John yeah. Legend, his his wife, bless her heart, they've just lost a baby. I think it's the most I mean, it hurts oh, my heart. God honestly, saw that, I yeah. honestly can't even imagine what they must be going through. I mean, I mean it must be total hell, you know. And I think that's kind of yeah. how I saw foster kids, you know. I know what I've had a shit time, but there's someone out there that's having a worse time than me. Because now, although I had yeah, such a shit yeah, upbringing, definitely. I've got a nice house. My kids are healthy and beautiful and crazy. You know, I've got money in the bank. You yeah. know, everything's good, you know. Obviously, I'm at uni Absolutely. now. I mean, who has four yeah. kids and then it was like, oh, We'll just do uni on top. I mean, you ain't right here in the end. I know you're not. I know. I said to Matt, I'm like, how is she got those kids and she's doing uni and she's learning to drive? I just can't even go. It's. I think the uni stuff for me is a personal thing because I've always had horses, so I was kind of not told, but I was kind of pushed in that direction, and I'm so I'll be forever grateful for it. You know, I did some some amazing things with horses um and i you know they did i hundred percent stand you know horses saved my life i could have gone on a really down a, a messy path um but this is yeah. kind of my chance the kids are a little this is my mummy's chance now to c- kind of do what i want you know and and this is what i've wanted to do f- you know for years um and i'm really lucky that, you know I, you know i can work i can do it from home while the kids are sleeping or where they're crawling over me and I'm trying to read. Um, it's amazing how much I can multitask when I've got four kids. Yeah. You know, I've got one on my head, you know, one on my lap, you Inside. know. But, you know, um, and it's something <laughs> I want to do. And I want to show my kids that, do you know what? Yeah, I, I had four kids under the age of three, but 
I still got a degree out. There's no excuse for laziness. If you want to do it, just do it. You know? Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like why I went back to work because it was like, no, I want to show. I don't want. I'm sick of having to ask my boyfriend. Yeah. I need a new pair of jeans. I, I need a new this and that. No, I'm going to go back to work. I'm going to fucking buy my own stuff. I'm going to show Ella that, like, you yeah. just go and do it by yourself. You you look after yourself. Um, But, yeah, I, agree. I, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. I think, I think you're amazing. I think we're all amazing. I think you're amazing. I think I'm off my fucking head, but, you know. But I mean, you are. But I think all the good people are. <laughs> yeah, but I think when you're, you know, you have been through the system. It's really difficult, actually. You do have this thing of you don't trust a lot of people. You know, your guard mm. is completely up, and unfortunately, you know, it probably has cost me a lot of friendships because, you know, if you know people have a wall up and that friend is too lazy to break that wall down and actually prove that you know, you can be trusted, then they're not really worth it in the first place. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been through a really messy divorce with Sarah and dad. Um, and I think what I don't un- understand is, is that he did wrong. You know, he made the mistake. I didn't cheat. I was at home with our daughter yeah. while you were going to cricket. I mean, I've seen him <laughs> play cricket. He's shit. So the training <laughs> obviously didn't help, did it? Oh, I can't go. But yeah, but I mean, I was at home with Seren doing his boxes and he was sleeping with his now girlfriend. Yeah. So, yeah, so I kind of, oh. you know, I was on my own then with Seren for two years. Like, you know, I just didn't want... I didn't want the fucking ass ache, you know, I just didn't, I just, I was doing yeah. what I wanted, you know, <clears throat> obviously me and Rich had split custody, so I was working when I didn't have her, and it was good, you know, I, you know, I, I, it was good, it was good for me and, and Sarah, and we've got a unbreakable bond, um, yeah, you know, and, but I mean, am I sad? No, I didn't love Rich for a long time, and I mean a long time, Jode, you know, I slept in the other room with Seren most of the time. Um, if we spoke, we argued. It wasn't love, it was convenience. Mm. You know, and I miss absolutely nothing of that relationship. But if I hadn't have had that relationship and that marriage, I wouldn't have got Seren. Yeah, I'm the exact same, like with my yeah. ex. I'm like, nah, like at the time I was how does this even happen to someone like what have I ever done like this that the other but now looking back I'm like thank fuck he did that to me like literally thank you thank you very much (laughs) yeah like it's crazy how just hindsight sometimes the I mean yeah the world works in mysterious ways yeah doesn't it? And thank fuck God saved me from that marriage. Jesus Christ. And you know what? Amen. You know the worst thing was? When it all came out, I didn't cry. I was like smirking like, thank God he's messed up. Now I can leave. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he was on the doorstep. I love you. Yeah, of course you do. Can you get out of the way? You know, it just... I. <laughs> there was no... When I left, there was no talk of us getting back or trying to make the marriage work that was done I was done like bye you know this man really put me down for years Jode absolutely years obviously I couldn't work the first year Sarah was born and then it was my fault that we were always skint and you know why don't I get a job and I'm like yeah because I'm doing the night feeds like he never did a night feed um you know, it was, it was, well, you know how hard it is, you've done it, but, you know, it was, I, I'd lost a lot of respect for Rich, I think, when Seren was born, and when we were in our divorce, he actually said that I was obsessed with Seren, I no longer wanted to participate in the relationship, um, I was like, is it, 
Well, yeah, I'm yeah. obsessed with yeah. that kid. That's my fucking But job. even the judge said, you know, so that's a bad thing? I, I'm confused. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, just call him a tosser because that's exactly how he's being. Um, oh, God. But his new girlfriend is okay. You know, she, Siren likes her and, you know, I can't complain about that. That's the most important thing is, is obviously her happiness. Um, is, yeah. is, you know, everything, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want, I never wanted the relationship breakdown to ever affect Siren and touch word. I don't think it has. She doesn't have behavioral problems she's you know strict you know she's such a good kid in school um yeah you know she plays football she's got good friends and she's just a real nice kid um yeah so you know I think you know when you finish a toxic relationship a lot of people are we've never argued in front of Saren um and that was we both agreed on that 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 wasn't going to happen um and she would never know um, that we were going through stuff with each other, we would say hi, and that was it. We do handover, that was it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I never, I think, as as a foster kid, you know, I mean, I remember my parents arguing, you know, and I remember, you know, and I just didn't want that for my kid. But yeah, you need what you what yeah. you learn. Yeah, but I mean. Shit happens, isn't it? You know, and that's do you know? And that's my lot motto in my whole life. I think like shit does happen, and okay, I'm going through this cancer stuff, but there's someone out there fighting actual cancer. You know, really, mm. really have their own family, have their own kids, husband, boyfriend, whatever, and fighting actually fighting the disease. I'm not fighting it yet. I'm in the yeah. process of finding out whether I have to. You know. Um, yeah. So I think that's how I see life, you know. Okay, I might be having a shit time now, but there's someone out there that's that's that actually is a lot worse than I am. But I've got food on the table, yeah. a roof over my head, and my kids, you know, I don't need anything else. Yeah, and some, sometimes that's just all you need yeah. to say to yourself. Oh, and believe me, yeah. I... Just sort of stack yeah, up I into myself, I love my kids, I love my kids... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but it's it's life life you know and unfortunately life goes on jode you know whether mm-hmm. i you know i don't wish bad on anyone including rich you know i'm i think it makes you vet very bitter and angry if you have hate and resentment towards each other i don't think you can grow from that i don't think you can i don't think you can raise kids properly if you're bitter and I, no. you know, and I don't think I'm bitter. I mean, I think he's a twat, but I don't think I'm bitter. You know, no, you're not rocking yourself to sleep at night like Richard's dick. <laughs> Richard's dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, not no. You can yeah, sleep yeah. At night. Well, yeah, apart from when the kids wake me up. But yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> you know, it's you know, and I look back and it's actually really refreshing to speak to a social worker and they've gone, "You've done amazing." Like, do you ever just sit, like, one, this one lady, I met her just before um, the pandemic hit, and she said, you know, just sit back, chill, and just think, like, you have, you, you're not homeless, you haven't got a drug problem, a drink problem, you're not dead somewhere in a ditch, and no one, get, you know, cares about you, you know, you've got a beautiful yeah. home, you've got a career, you know, you're, you're, you're you know, you're very... And I said, if you call me normal, I'll be really offended. And she said, no, you're <laughs> definitely not normal. Um, and it was really nice to, and she'd been doing it for a lot. I mean, she'd been doing it for about 25 years, you know. And she said, I know you don't like the exception to the rule, but in 25 years, <laughs> there isn't a lot of, you know, good stories, you know, you know, good outcomes for people. Yeah. And then I, but I think mentally people that are in the system, think that it's their right it's my right to be yeah. a dick it's my right to have a drink or a drug problem because i'm in foster care that's my yeah. excuse people are so quick to get out of things to make an excuse oh this is why i do it because of foster care you know this is what the system did to me it's always someone else's fault yeah it's like i always say 
to people that say things like that. It's like, yeah, that might be one of the reasons, <coughs> but it's not an excuse. No, 100%. It's not an excuse. But um, anyway, we've been speaking for nearly an hour. Like, Shut up, Joe. <laughs> so, we, we've literally, we never do. I don't no. think I've ever spoken to you no, on the no, phone. No, I don't think we have. I think we just text. No? Yeah. yeah, literally. That's just so crazy. But no, thank you for, you know, being open about right. it, babe. And hopefully, you know, people will listen that have been through it, or even yeah. that haven't been through it, that have been through something yeah. similar and can state that the positives yeah. that, that you've spoken about. Yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. Thanks for having me. It's, no problem. It's been Thanks nice for coming on. Chat and no kids. Ma, ma. <laughs> you watch, I walk out of the room yeah, and I'll be like, ah, ma. I don't think so um but yeah no I hope <laughs> exactly. it does help I hope it opened even if it just opens one person's eyes to you know the foster care system you know it's uh, yeah. you know and you know not yet but in time there's more I'll do for the foster kids and there's more help that there's, there's out there that I'll do um you know and I can't yeah. wait you know I know, I can't I wait know. to see you. If, send me the date for the seminar and I'll be Yeah, I'll be like that. Ah, now, Jodie knows me, <laughs> so she knows I'm a bit nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd love for you to come. Oh, you know, it, it would it would be, know, it would be amazing. It would be good. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, I look forward All to right. it. All right then, babe. All I'll right, my darling, I'll speak to you soon. You take care. So, yeah, we went off on um, a tangent there at times, but, you know, we're, we're friends, so we just chatted a little bit about random things. But, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that, guys. Next week, I'm going to be with my brother, and we're going to be talking about religion and how that affects people. Um, so, yeah, hope you enjoy that. See you next week.